You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily Penn State Nittany Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Nittany Lions. I'm your host, Stephen Pianovich. It is Monday, October 8th. Penn State is fresh off its bye week. We're back to a game week. Michigan State coming to town this weekend, homecoming at Beaver Stadium. Uh, 3.30 kick on Saturday. We're going to have another fresh, new, full week of shows to get you ready for that game and talk about where things stand at this point in Penn State's season. Uh, on today's show, we will have our three things to know this week about Michigan State. That'll be our first segment here. We'll also have our Big Ten Power Rankings updated after uh, a somewhat interesting, I guess it was a quiet week in the Big Ten, but an interesting week in college football nonetheless. And uh, we'll also have a little Penn State trivia today. So that's all, all on today's show. Later in this week, we'll get more into uh, who Michigan State is as a team. Maybe not the team that some Spartans fans expected this year. Uh, we'll also have, uh, we're going to have one show that's just kind of a discussion about James Franklin. There's been a few interesting pieces that, that I've enjoyed reading over the past couple weeks. So we're going to talk to some people about those. Uh, and yeah, we'll get you ready uh, all for the Michigan State game. We'll have a new episode each day this week. So make sure that you subscribe to us on iTunes. And you can also find Locked on Nittany Lions uh, on Stitcher, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify now. So uh, wherever you're listening to us, we really appreciate it. Leave us a rating review, uh, download the show. It helps other people find us, other Penn State fans. So thank you for all that. But yes, we are back in a game week, which feels good. And uh, we'll get right back to it with our three things to know this week for Penn State's game against Michigan State. And the first thing to know is that it was a pretty dang good bye week. Pardon my French there, but it, it things worked out pretty well for the old Nittany Lions while they sat at home. Uh, we On Friday, we kind of discussed the rooting guide, and we needed Oklahoma to beat Texas. LSU could lose to Florida. I actually forgot to even mention this. This one slipped by me that, that Joe Moorhead and Mississippi State, who had a few bad losses a couple back-to-back weeks, had, they hosted Auburn on Saturday night. And Joe Moorhead came up clutch with a big win for Penn State that helped uh, the Nittany Lions move ahead of, of Auburn in the polls. So that's great. Yeah, Penn State, with uh, on a bye week, moved up from 11th in the polls. They have moved up and are now 8th. So really good for Penn State. Uh, it's a, a big. It was a big weekend for them uh, without stepping on the football field. Uh, so yeah, Oklahoma went down against Texas. That was a crazy game. If you watch that game, it was a heck of a college football game. Texas had a big lead, and then they blew it in the fourth quarter. I mean, who would, who would do such a thing? What kind of what kind of team would would cough up a double digit fourth quarter lead in a big game? I, I've never seen it happen. Uh, and then, <laughs> but then they came back and they won by a late field goal. So good for Texas. Hook 'em horns. Uh, Florida hosted LSU and, and gave LSU its first loss. That one didn't. I don't think is going to matter as much because I think. LSU was going to lose the Canadians eventually, but you know it's nice to get another undefeated team off the out of the top five. There it helps Penn State move up. The only thing that didn't go right, and this was this was the biggest one, honestly, and it's kind of a I don't know if I would trade the other three games for for this one result, but it really would have been nice. Uh, Notre Dame ended up beating Virginia Tech on the road on Saturday night, and and that's the toughest game they're going to play probably for the rest of the year. 
Notre Dame does have a couple chances to slip up, uh, but they are looking like a lock for the playoff. If they, I mean, definitely if they go undefeated, and that's looking like a very real possibility. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, uh, now six and zero. Their last six games at home against Pittsburgh this week. So weirdly enough, Penn State fans are going to root hard for Pitt. Home against Navy at Northwestern. Home against Florida State, a bad Florida State team this year. Home against Syracuse at USC. So maybe the Northwestern game, maybe USC on the road, maybe Florida State or Syracuse can pull off a big upset. Those are all help Penn State, but Notre Dame uh, looking good in that driver's seat. And actually, uh, ESPN updated its its playoff prediction. Penn State actually went from having a 16% chance to make the playoff, and even with all those good results, it still dropped a little bit just because Notre Dame moves up so much. ESPN says no, or Penn State has a 14% chance to make the playoff as of now. Uh, and they're only, but there's only five teams ahead of them. They're the 16th in the country. Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Georgia are the only five teams with better odds of making, according to ESPN's playoff predictor, than Penn State. So the path has got cleared a little bit. And uh, if Penn State takes care of business and keeps winning, there is a very good chance they'll be in the top top six of those rankings. Uh, when those college first college football playoff rankings come out in a few weeks, so the path will be there. Tends to need a little more chaos to happen, but as far as you know, worrying about teams ahead of you losing, this was a this was a good week for it. So that is, there was some good news for Penn State on a bye week. Second thing to know: Michigan State week. Michigan State is uh, not quite the team that people thought they were going to be this year, but I don't think you should sleep on Sparty. So Michigan State lost on Saturday. At home to a one and three Northwestern team. I mean, Northwestern's not a bad team, but Michigan State. The, the expectations were so high. It's it's been a really weird uh, first five weeks for them. They basically returned. I think it was eighteen starters from a team that surprised some people last year. Won ten games. Won the Holiday Bowl. Beat Penn State. Uh, beat Michigan last year. It was. Yeah, like no people. There were they were top fifteen team coming into the year. People thought there were Big Ten title expectations because you know it's kind of how Michigan State does it. They just kind of quietly reload and they're very and they're a, a championship contender. But uh, they they went out and lost a weird game to Arizona State. You kind of chalk that up to on the road playing it. It was basically started at eleven p.m. Eastern. Okay, like you know that's week two of the season. Some things are going weird. They barely beat Utah State in week one at home. And then they go out and they the offense just didn't look good against Northwestern. But <laughs> even with that, and and it's, it's it does stink for Penn State because Michigan State drops out of the top twenty five. They go from twentieth to unranked. Takes you know it. It's still the same team Penn State is playing, but you, you kind of wish the Northwestern loss happened later in the year, so it's another ranked win on Penn State's resume. If assuming they win, um, but it won't be. Um, and it's it's just weird for Michigan State to, to come in uh, at three and two and, and not really they look like a team who's unless they can upset pull off a couple upsets they're going to go seven and five this year so I'm still nervous though because Brian Lewerke looked so good last year Michigan State's defense is pretty good and Brian Lewerke looked like Tom Brady last year when they played in East Lansing like I, I still can't believe that all all of the passes he made against Penn State in the second half to win that game after that weird rain delay so. Still a little nervous going into this, but this Michigan Penn State is going to be favored. They they are a better team than Michigan State, and they're playing better football than Michigan State right now. So I think Penn State will get the win, but I'm not, you know, it's not a shoe in by any means, even even with a struggling Sparties coming in. All right, third thing to know: 
and I think you already know this, but I just want to talk about it a little bit, is it's homecoming. So it's it's always one of the best weekends of the year, and it's, it was weird last year because of Penn State's schedule. Uh, they really only had one October home game, and it was Michigan, so it was the whiteout. And uh, their homecoming wasn't until, I think it was like October 10th last year against Rutgers, or uh, November 10th, excuse me. So it's nice to have it in October. Hopefully the weather's good. Hopefully it's a nice fall Saturday up there. Lisa Salters, uh, the Grand Marshal, she is ESPN broadcaster. She's had a really remarkable broadcasting career, worked for ABC News, worked for ESPN, done some Monday Night Football games. She is a, a Penn State grad and uh, a former Lady Lion basketball player. So it'll be nice to have her back in town. Um so yeah, it's homecoming. Enjoy it. It'll be should be a good weekend. I still think it could be a pretty good game. It'll be nice if, if Penn State kind of takes care of business and, and wins without any drama. But should hopefully it's a, a nice fall Saturday and a nice Penn State win. Uh, and uh, that brings me into Penn State trivia for this week. Uh, <laughs> I wrote this question on. Uh, I came up with it on Saturday. I looked it up because I thought it would be relevant. But I should have waited until Saturday afternoon, so Saturday morning to look this up. But regardless, uh, it was I was going to ask the question. It still is. When was the last time that Penn State hosted a ranked opponent on homecoming? Obviously, it's not going to happen this weekend, uh, but it has happened semi recently. Uh, so something to think about. We will circle back to this at the end of the show in our Penn State trivia segment at the end. So think about that for the next couple minutes. Come up with your answers. When was the last time Penn State hosted a ranked opponent on homecoming? All right, we have to step away for a quick break, but when we come back, we will have our updated Big Ten Power Rankings. Stay with us here on Locked On Nittany Lions. If you're looking for Penn State tickets this season or looking for tickets to any sporting event or show, you got to check out Vivid Seats. With Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section or row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving Locked On Nittany Lines listeners an exclusive promo code. New customers can receive $20 off orders of $200 or more if they use the promo code Locked On. So go to the App Store or Google Play, download the Vivid Seats app, and use the promo code Locked On. that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and get $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new Vivid Seats customer. Every Vivid Seats purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. So download the app, enter the promo code Locked On, and save $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. All right, welcome back to Locked On Nittany Lions. I'm your host, Stephen Pianovich. We are getting into our updated Big Ten Power Rankings this week. Um, not really a ton of upsets this week in the Big Ten. Things were Results were, as you'd expect, very straightforward. Uh, but there are some big games coming up. We'll, we'll talk about them here. We'll get into it. We will start at the bottom where we start every week, which we start with the same team every week, and it is Rutgers again. Yes, Rutgers had a its best chance of the season to win a Big Ten game. They lost to Illinois by 21 at home. I mean, it, it's really, unless something really good happens to this team, they are looking at a 1-11 season. 
they are losing each game by, you know, almost 20 points each game. It, it really looks like Chris Ash is going to be on the way out. And honestly, I don't even know who would want this job at this point. You're, you are playing in the toughest division. You are so far behind everyone in that division, pretty much. I mean, you know, what do you hope to be? Do you hope to compete with Maryland on a yearly basis or something? It's, and they're not even close to doing that or Indiana. I, I don't know if who can save Rutgers football or who can turn it into anything because it's a, it's in a bad state right now. Not New Jersey. New Jersey's fine. Anyway, we're going to move on here in our Big Ten Power Rankings. Nebraska is 13th. Nebraska, uh, they put up 518 yards against Wisconsin, but they lost to the Badgers on the road. Nebraska's 0-5. There's a lot of growing pains for Scott Frost and the gang. It's going to be a tough season. All right, number 12 this week, Illinois. Uh, hey, Illinois got its Big Ten win against Rutgers. Might be the only Big Ten win of the season, but there are some signs of life, at least from that team. They, and they, they could probably compete against a few of these Big Ten West teams, too. They might be able to get a win against Nebraska or Purdue or Minnesota or whatever. So maybe they are slowly moving in the right direction under Levy Smith. Minnesota is 11th in this week's power rankings. Gophers were, were pretty handily beaten in, uh, by Iowa at home in Minnesota. They're going to need to scrape up some wins against like Purdue, Nebraska, Illinois if, they, if they're going to be bowl eligible. P.J. Flex team's now 3-2. and two. Indiana is 10th this week. The Hoosiers, uh, they actually put up a bit of a fight in Columbus uh, against Ohio State. Only down by eight at uh, halftime. You know, kept it relatively close. Closer than I think people thought. I think I believe they covered the spread there. Um, and yeah, Penn State's game at Indiana uh, on October 20th and next week uh, might be a little... A little tougher than people think. Could be a sleepy time uh, for Penn State out there. So something to, to keep in mind. Uh, Purdue, number nine this week. Purdue had a bye. They're two and three. Should be able to get to three and three against Illinois. I still think this team is fun to watch and pretty good. And uh, hey, maybe they can give Ohio State a game in a few weeks too. We'll see. Maryland is eighth this week. The good news is Maryland's win over Texas looks really good right now. It's, it's, it's the only thing keeping Texas from being a top top six or seven team in the country. Uh, but the bad news is Maryland's offense looked very bad in Michigan at Michigan. Uh, Maryland ended up with 220 yards, but most of that came in the fourth quarter when that Michigan was up by multiple touchdowns. Michigan state has dropped to seventh this week, bad home loss to Northwestern. Like you can't be, you know, it just, it's not a game you can lose if you're Michigan state. Um, not great for them. Not great for the conference. Not great for Penn state's kind of slim hopes that, Someone else can have one loss. Now it rests solely on Michigan for a three-way tie uh, in uh, atop the Big Ten East. That, that Michigan State's not going to be that team to do it. Um, yeah, and as I mentioned earlier, we'll talk more about Michigan State this week. We'll have some people on the show who cover the Spartans, but a seven and five season is a real possibility for a team that had Big Ten and maybe national title hopes at the beginning of the year. Uh, Northwestern is they move up because they beat Michigan State. Northwestern is number six this week. Got their first win on a – it was their first win since beating Purdue in that first Thursday of the season way back when at the end of August. So uh, and Northwestern put up a, a fight against Michigan last week. So, I mean, this team can rally. They're, they're coming together. It's like this happens every year for Pat Fitzgerald and that team. Like they'll end up winning eight games because somehow they'll lose a horrible game in September and then they'll win eight games and like win the pinstripe bowl and that'll be another great season for Northwestern. Uh, Iowa, number five this week. Hawkeyes took care of business against Minnesota on the road. 
they should be six and one, and Penn State fans should keep rooting for Iowa to be six and one when they visit Beaver Stadium because the better they do, the better that the better that win can look for Penn State. Wisconsin still in the driver's seat to win the Big Ten West. Uh, they are number four this week. They ran the ball all over Wisconsin in typical Wisconsin fashion. Got the win. Huge game for the Badgers this week uh, in Ann Arbor. Going to be a tough game. Going to really show show if, if Wisconsin is for real again on maybe a national stage because they have one loss, but they're still, even if they lose this game, they're still probably going to win the Big Ten West. But uh, if they if they beat Michigan, then maybe they can creep back into that title conversation, college football playoff conversation by running the table. Um, number three this week is, uh, speaking of Michigan, it's Michigan. Harbaugh's team is 4-1. and one. They've bounced back after that season opening loss at Notre Dame and, and that loss doesn't look bad at all because Notre Dame's undefeated and probably will stay that way. Um, as we mentioned, big test in the big house this week. It would look good for the Big Ten East if Michigan got that win. And uh, I think it's it would look good for Jim Harbaugh, who hasn't always come through in the big games at, at Michigan yet and is now in his fourth year. So I, I think that it's a big test and can be a big statement about how much better the Big Ten East is if, if Michigan can win that game. Penn State stays number two this week after the bye. We talk about Penn State all the time. You know, you know what's going on. They just got to keep uh, keep taking care of business, keep hoping for a little chaos at the top. They'll probably stay number two here for a while, though. Ohio State, number one. Yeah, Buckeyes, uh, you got to keep them ranked as the top team in the Big Ten. They're going to stay there for a long time. Uh, they have a 90% chance to win or better uh, their next in each of their next three games. That's a home against Minnesota at Purdue and then home against Nebraska. So, they're going to be a top two or three team in the country, at least until early November, unless something goes really wrong for for the Buckeyes. So they stay here at number one in these power rankings. We will have these next week. There's, there should be some moving and shaking with Michigan playing Wisconsin, Penn State playing Michigan State. This is a, a little more interesting Big Ten spread in, uh, in, in weeks, I guess it's week seven coming up or week six. Either way, it's a, it's a nice Big Ten spread this weekend. So we'll have a, we'll have updated rankings next week and a lot of fun games to watch this week. All right. We're stepping away for another quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show and get you the answer to that Penn state trivia question. Stay with us here on locked on Nittany lions. All right, welcome back to Locked On Nittany Lions. We're wrapping up today's show by getting you the answer to that Penn State trivia question, which I thought was going to be more relevant because I thought Michigan State would be ranked coming into this game, which is not the case, but it does still. It's a fun little trivia question. When was the last time Penn State hosted a ranked opponent for homecoming? So it hasn't been under James Franklin, but it has been in the last 10 years. It was actually five years ago. With maybe, I, I, it's probably the best sporting event I've ever seen live, just from a game perspective. It was amazing. Penn State's four overtime victory against Michigan in 2013. Michigan was number 18 in the country in that game. Obviously, Penn State with one of its most memorable wins of all time. Oh man, that game was honestly that whole day was was so great. Like it had it had everything. It was a perfect fall day. Like the leaves are all crisp and golden and yellow and 
it was a, a beautiful day. It was warm, but not too warm. It felt like fall. Uh, I think it was, I don't know what time that game started. I guess it was a 3.30 or maybe maybe even like a 5.30 kind of had a weird start where it was like light when it started, but night crept in, obviously, by the time four overtimes were over. So lights under the lights of Beaver Stadium against a big name opponent, a lot of people in State College. That was a very, very fun weekend and fun game to see. It was, it was amazing. Um, Penn State is is three and one, by the way, just for for the record in uh, in homecoming games against or under James Franklin. The loss came in his first homecoming game. Is that ugly loss to Northwestern in 2014, 29 to six on homecoming? Man, that season was season had some some bad losses. Uh, that game actually that was the one where, where the two Penn State linemen were blocking each other. Ugh. But hey, Penn State's three and zero in homecoming since then. Beat Rutgers last year. Should be able to beat Michigan State this week. We'll have plenty more to talk about about the Spartans, about the Nittany Lions, about James Franklin coming up later this week. So make sure to check out all of our new shows uh, to get you ready for this weekend's game. Also, uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are at Locked On Nittany. We have polls and we tweet out our shows on there. And, uh, you know, it's just general discussion about Penn State. And if you want to, you know, have any questions, comments, or anything you want to let me and the show know, you can tweet at us there. Tweet at me. It's at Spianovich. And you can also email the show. We are locked on nittanylines at gmail.com. So anything you want to know about or hear about Penn State, Michigan State, let us know because we'll be talking about it all week. I'll talk to you again Tuesday.